Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to the Thursday Night Throwdown. Presented to you by this sideline junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG coming to you live and on time. Be joined shortly by the man, the myth, the legend, the boss BJ. Uh, we got a little something to talk about because... Uh, we, we we're on different sides of some things so let me um let me throw out the context of tonight's show uh the undefeated which is um great source for great sports articles i love it um the undefeated.com uh they did a matt sullivan is who wrote this and he did a uh i released a a, a article today Inside the Zoom call where Kyrie Irving tried to burst the NBA's bubble. Um, basically, this is talking about um, when the, 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 the leagues were trying to come back in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic last year. In the height of it. Uh, after all the shutdowns and everything. Trying to figure out how to continue sports. Because, you know, you wanted to get sports done because everybody was home. So I, I get that. But uh, it, it was a lot of people who weren't on the same uh, page, let's say, as a whole to be in and you know they want to bring the sports back and, and you know bring the league back and let's go to the bubble and this that and the other a lot of guys were saying you know this is our chance to uh have our voice heard so um Kyrie Irving was one of the ones that was adamant about boycotting the bubble and it, it was a lot in this article, and I'm joined by the boss, BJ. What's up, everybody? Can you hear me good? Yes, sir. Hear you loud and clear. Ooh, ooh. Got the, um, I got the uh, Bluetooth earpod on, so just want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm being able to be heard. That's all. Okay. So... I'm, I'm, I'm giving the context of tonight's show because we, 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 we're on a different side of the fence here. And, you know, the article inside the Zoom call where Kyrie tried to burst the NBA's bubble. Um, just wanted to let it be known that Kyrie has been, you know, he gets talked about a lot uh, as far as his, I'm not going to say eccentric, but, you know, a lot of people say it's fake woke and this, that, and the other. But he gets talked about a lot for a lot of things he's, he he does now. And then he also gets talked about for a lot of things that he's done in the past. Now, in this article, um, Kyrie was frustrated that its 2018 representative spoke for 450 players. Uh, the union chief Michelle Roberts had been trying to canvas teams about a restart, but the rebels needed a champion for their cause. And Kyrie was was and is known among the players as someone who is not shy, is what uh Michelle Roberts said. 
I'm not threatened by opposition or opposing voices. That's what democracy is all about. Um, a mass boycott of the bubble had a minor groundswell, an informal coalition of potential, potential, potentially unwilling, dozen strong and growing was born. Uh, Kyrie uh, scrambled around, got a lot of players' numbers that he didn't have, and he tried to get the you know the big names and everybody to get on this uh, Zoom call to get everybody on the uh, the same page. Now he got a he got a, a former Olympian, John Carlos, who if you're not familiar with was one of the gentlemen, I think that was the 68 Olympics, glove fist raised in the air. He got on a call with him, and it was him. Uh, they said uh, LeBron's Lakers were on there, uh, starting point guard Avery Bradley. Dwight Howard was among them, and he pretty much told them, he said this opportunity might not be available for another 50 years after this. And there was so much pressure, pressure other NBA players say we were crazy, but we had to find a way to reprogram everyone, everyone's way of thinking. And je, je, not just moving fast, because this job moves fast. You know, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie encouraged the Rebels, is what they were calling them, to get numbers and strike while the nation was hot. Um, so Kyrie, Avery Bradley tried to find everybody's cell phone number and get a mass, uh, a mass text going to start a, a Zoom call. So, um, Dwight Howard invited uh, WNBA's star, Natasha Cloud of the Washington Mystics, and told her to spread the good word and join in on this call. So, the basis of the call was what to do, how to do it, and, you know, what, what should we do? And it, it was about 75-plus people. Um, superstars like Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Andre Iguodala, uh, Mike Conley, Joel Embiid, Donovan Mitchell, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, KD, no LeBron, but Kyrie was the host. And they basically went through a lot of things and talked about, you know, not doing this bubble. Now, Garrett Temple found, and this is in the article, Garrett Temple found Kyrie's entire insurrection to be rushed and relatively unnecessary. He reminded players on the call that the world was not was at a standstill. Baseball return had been stalling. The Dallas Cowboys were testing positive, and college athletes were bringing coronavirus back to campus. The bubble will offer time to discuss more demands while players could pour their paychecks back into into their communities and set an example for what Black generational wealth looked like. By the time the games began, Garrett said people would have have to watch. Uh, and listen to their message. The NBA will be the only thing on. So it, it's crazy, but uh, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie said, you know, uh, he said, uh, if a mass player is opted out of returning this season, the owners could lock them out right after the bubble and possibly even next season. So you know, we'll hold back the paychecks that they've been waiting for. So Kyrie. And typical Kyrie fashion, and we know what he did last year. He said he was willing to give up everything he has. But uh, Garrett Temple pretty much said, I didn't believe him. It's easy to say that when you've made what you've made and you've got Nike money, if you're coming into the league and you haven't made a dime yet, 
then that would be totally different story. And you had other big guys randomly just start talking about social injustice, and it seems convenient because they have tens of millions of dollars in the bank. Even if Kyrie could support the paycheck to paycheck to players who wanted to work on social injustice, rookies and grinders like Justin Anderson were still working to earn a spot in the league as their workplace reopened early. They deserved the option to conjoin, protest, and play. By the end of the back and forth, Garrett said there was no new plan because most guys that didn't want to play didn't have a plan. They just said, we'll sit out and something will happen. So, um, you know, a lot of guy, a lot of things were said on the call. And uh, Kyrie said he found out about the wage disparity between WNBA players and NBA players. And, you know, he was shocked about that. So my question to you, BJ. Um, and you know, you and I had a conversation about this offline. But my question to you is, looking at this situation and quote unquote Kyrie trying to burst the NBA's bubble, uh, is that a fair assessment? Number one, that's my first question. Is that a fair? Um, man, is that a fair assessment? That's a good question. Um, you, you just talked about a lot. And um, but first of all, I just want to, you know, like when when somebody's trying to lead a charge and they're um, just like now, a whole bunch of, you know, social reform, social injustice, the people that are in the forefront of that. Just think of <clears throat> those people and their credentials. And what we're learning about them, money being laundered, money being used to buy houses, that this, that, and other. Um, I, I don't agree with having to use a, a specific moment to shed light on um a cause maybe back in the day where you didn't have social media um and you know things didn't get you know i mean right now news story catches fire quick it's, it's on the once you post it and hit send you know whoever's monitoring your account Uh oh, BJ got a little bit choppy there. Yeah, still a little robotic and still a little choppy. Yeah, I know why. I know why. I don't know if I can be heard or not. Now you can. I hear you now. I know what happened. You can hear me my Bluetooth in my car, or in my Bluetooth on the. Uh, you hear me? You hear me now? Hello. 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 Still there?
Okay, BJ had to jump. He'll be right back. But um, with this call, it was a lot said on this call. Um, and a lot of it, it was a private call between players, a private call between uh, NBA players, WNBA players, and it leaked to the media immediately, immediately. Like it was no, no, uh, no slowdown, no, no, no wall up, no wait. It leaked to the media immediately because it started by the time that call was ended, it was already being tweeted out what was said on the call. And after the call, Dwight Howard called uh, Craig Hodges. If you you're old enough to remember Craig Hodges, three point sharpshooter, won two titles with the Bulls in the early 90s. Uh, also, one of those key pieces of the 80s bucks that I always talk about that were a great team that nobody talks about, but they just couldn't get past the Sixers and the uh, Celtics. But they were one of the greatest teams of the 80s, in my opinion. Uh, Can you hear me now, KJ? He called Craig Hodges. Yes, sir. There you go. There oh, we got hello. the boss BJ okay. back. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me? You got? All right, I got you. Yeah, I can. I can uh, Craig Hodges said this. Gen okay. Craig Hodges said this generation, you don't have to boycott. You can have your social media to put on heavy, heavy pressure, and you can still play the game. But what is the game? Our goal is to be defined by us who have been a part of an of the oppressed community. But now it's time to redress. Redress it to the point of solutions, and I think Craig Hodges had a had a great point. But uh, you were saying back to back to you, is that a fair assessment to say that Kyrie alone was going to quote unquote bust the NBA's bubble with this uh, what they called insurrection, rebellion, whatever you want to call it? Uh, it was a boycott to bring light to. Uh, issues that need more light shed on them in my opinion but uh what do you say but and see i just want to make sure you can still hear me right i'm good okay so what i what i was saying and this is you know people kill lebron james but this is one of the reasons if lebron james was on that call same thing that happened to Kyrie in Cleveland. If LeBron James was on that call, this would have been the LeBron James. You don't follow us in the NBA. This is our thing. I want to talk about it. So, like, Anybody can start. Anybody can start. Oh, I can change. Anybody can start. Let's make a stand. But what I'm saying before I got cut off is that. The world's at a standstill last year, right? The world was at a standstill last year. You already had the world's attention. People were starving for anything. There was no sports on anything. So anybody of stature in the sports world that would have said something or did anything would have already been getting that attention. So I don't agree that you needed to 
like roadblock the NBA from restarting. That that didn't that wasn't gonna do anything. You have the the tools now with social media and stuff. Cause like you were saying before, when I came back on, as soon as this call was over, the media knew about the, that whole damn call. You know, so it's just like you know anything you do now, and that's kind of what I was saying. Anything you do now, as soon as you snap your finger and hit hit end call, it's already leaked to social media. So why can't you do the same thing with social and the social injustice, the police shootings, and everything else that's going on in the world? So when I, you know, when I talk about Kyrie quitting on teams, you know, being, you know, you know, quote unquote, a little problematic. I, I say that because we, we have we're having issues now with our current, quote unquote, faces of social reform being fucking scumbags and not being worth a damn. And Kevin, no, we're not going to say no names, but Kevin, know the people I'm talking about. So yeah. it, it's like. Yeah, it's like, you know, don't shoot the messenger, but sometimes the message the message that's coming from the messenger doesn't hold weight because of who it's coming from. And like Garrett Temple says, it's easy for you to say all this. You know what I'm saying? And then something you said when we first got on, right before you gave me the, the floor, you said Kyrie said he didn't know about the wage disparity between the WNBA and the NBA. Why? Because, I mean, we've known about it since 96 that they weren't getting paid as much as the men. And before I get into it, it's it's for a reason. It's a business model. They're never going to get paid as much as the men. They shouldn't be getting paid as much as the men because they don't bring in what the men bring in. That's a, that's my stance. You know, can they can they make it better? They have to make it better. But you just can't. You're not going to pay um, no woman in the league 40 million dollars and they they, that's half of the league revenue for the year. You don't, let's not kid ourselves. But for Kyrie to say he didn't know that, like for me, when you start picking up on your red flags quicker, that's a red flag. How the hell you didn't know that? That's your that's your neighboring league. That's a league y'all supposed to be supporting and you didn't know this? How long you been involved with basketball? You didn't know the women made as, as the, the least amount of money they did. You're like, are you kidding me? They even say that, and that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> now, just him saying that. Now you want to, you want to, you know, you want to lead the charge. Like, and, and I think as black people, I won't speak for another race. You know, we have issues with, um, well, a lot of things, and one of our main issues are one people that really could have led us and, and did right by us were murdered and assassinated. Um, and then you had these watered down people that wanted to step in. And for whatever reason, black people are so quick to just, whoever comes to the screen, whoever asserts themselves as, Hey, every time a, a black kid gets killed, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to be the, the first lawyer there. I'm going to be, the first face they see and then black people associate that with, oh, that's our that's our leader now. Or that's 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 our spokesperson, you know, and if you go apply for a job. They do a background check, piss test, verify your references and everything. And we don't do that. And nobody should just be appointed a leader without checking what they're about. And the same thing with Kyrie is like, 
unfortunately, even if he's a changed person, even if he's for that cause now, even if that's what he's about, your past dictates that you're about self. So when you're saying these things to a lot of people that you've rubbed the wrong way in your own circle, just think of how many people try to make the NBA every year and don't make it. Kyrie made it. Kyrie plays at a high level and he's already rubbed people the wrong way. He's rubbed the best player in the league the wrong way. And he left Cleveland when he made those comments about LeBron James. Now we're just talking strictly basketball comments. You know what I'm saying? But you're taking shots of your own brethren and then you're turning around and asking your brethren to basically, you know, we're going to lose money. We're going to do this, do that. But we got to stand up for this, that, and the other. Like, yeah, I want to stand up for this. But at the same time, this coming from you is a joke. What'd you say, KG? I, I agree with you totally. I mean, only thing that I disagree with is I disagree with garrett temple and i told you this i'll tell you i told you you know in our private conversation i'll tell you this in the public forum so for him to say i didn't you know i didn't think he'd do it but Kyrie came out of his own pocket and paid wnba salaries last year Kyrie has come out come out of his own pocket to put bread up to help out different causes he's done that and when he said he could give all he got, yeah. And I, I get what you're saying. Your, your past shouldn't dictate what your future is because everybody's allowed to change. If your past dictates your future and that's all anybody can see, then, you know, Malcolm X was nothing but Malcolm Little, Detroit Red. You, you know, he, he was nothing but a, 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 a pimp, a drug user. A philander, that's all he was if that if his past dictates what his future was. But did they, but instead but they, we see him as a great they, orator, a leader. But did they but did they go at their own circle, KG? Did they did they rub their own circle the wrong way? No. I, I cannot you, know, you, I, you you understand what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. he, he he rubbed his own the people you're asking to to go in with this with you now. You breaking up there, BJ. We still got you there. AT&T, baby. All right, we 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 lost BJ just for a second, just for a hot second. But I I get everything you know he he he's conveying. It it takes a lot of courage to stand up for something like this because of the backlash you'll get, especially from NBA fans. And LeBron James, you know, he talks social injustice, and everybody crucifies him for it. Uh, Am I there? yeah, there you go. Okay. AT&T baby you gotta love it but go ahead and finish what you were saying brother no I, I was saying you know I, I get what you're saying I agree with you wholeheartedly yes he did rub a lot of people the wrong way but it takes a lot of courage to stand up for these issues 
because LeBron James gets crucified if he says anything about, you know, being oppressed. The first thing they say, and it's always some chicken pecking so-and-so. I'm going I'm, I'm to keep it a little, as clean as I possibly can because it pisses me off. But how are you oppressed? You live in a gated community. You're a millionaire. Your kids got this. Your kids got that. That don't mean you don't know the struggle. Just because I made it out don't mean that I'm not trying to reach back and pull people up. LeBron started the, the I Promise School. People got mad about that. Why is it not a private school? Why is it a public charter school? He got enough money to do this. He got enough money to do that. But if he made it a private school, it means it has a tuition. So it's no longer low income. Well, LeBron got the money to pay the tuition and this, that, and other. He got money for everything else. It's always something like that. But these are the same motherfuckers, and I do mean that. I, I was going to keep it clean, but I'm not. These are the same motherfuckers that ain't doing nothing for the goddamn community. They're not doing anything. You don't try to, to, to help out the cause for nothing, but you always criticizing somebody that does. I can't stand that. And I, I think it takes a lot of courage for Kyrie to stand up the way that he did, even though with his pace, and I, everybody can change. But I think it took a lot of damn courage to stand up and do it. And for Garrett Temple to say what he said. Like, dog, if you doubt him, doubt him behind closed doors. Don't doubt him in public because you know what you just did? You put doubt in people's mind that's on the fence. We don't need that. We don't need that type of division. I mean, everything ain't going to be roses and all that. But, dog, don't bring that division shit over here, please. If we working towards a goal, but you don't like the way it's going, speak the fuck up and say, hey, maybe if we try it this way. But no, you want to sit there. Well, I don't think you're going to do it. Uh, you know, we don't need to do this. This is not what it's supposed. How does how you going to say we don't need to do this? You worried about getting back to basketball. It's more to life than basketball sometimes. It's more to life than baseball. More to life than football. I've said it on this show many times. I should not feel threatened. Should not feel scared when I'm going through a routine traffic stop thinking that it could be the last day of my life because I did everything oh, all you got to do is comply I did I still got shot but you know they'll bring up my criminal history anyway so and not just shot killed killed you know, we see them we see them um you know non-lethal non-lethal shooters where you know you shoot somebody in the leg to disarm them or you know to to do whatever but you know that's a whole different show but I, you know i agree i agree with what you're saying you know um you know something some things can be done behind closed doors um but it's you know and, and but the thing is we have to move past it because there are always going to be people like this there's always going to be doubters and people that don't want to move with the cause we have that now in our own community mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it, we as a people we we have to find a way to move past this and figure out like look you come and you come and just like when, when the slaves are being freed and if you come and you come and if not you're gonna stay here and some of them like i'm gonna stay right here with massive i'm i'm, I'm good y'all go ahead and that's that's the way we have to move you just you have to move with the people that's going to move with you because you know no no disrespect to Garrett Temple but if Garrett if Kyrie Irving didn't show up and he got a couple of other stars not to come with him who gives a shit about Garrett Temple 
that is true. So you know that, and, that, and that's that, you know Kyrie's a bigger star, bigger name than, than Garrett Temple. Like even if Kyrie, if Kyrie's to sit out right now, that's going to be big news. Even if Kevin Durant and um, James Harden still play, that's still going to be big news because he's Kyrie Irving. You know what? You're absolutely right because look at how, look at the news that it made when Kyrie had to take time. He took personal time off. That made a lot of news. It made a lot of people mad because he took personal time off. Remember, he saged the court? Yeah. But what did everybody say? Oh, him saging the court. That's that voodoo. That's that witchcraft. And I, I lit into a lot of people. I'm like, what do you think your ancestors uh, practiced before Christianity? Stop that bull, man. You got people in, in, in this world that all don't practice uh, 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 uh Christianity, they're not Islam, Hindu, Judaism. It's not all that. Some people practice a lot of different things. Some people practice spirituality. And they believe in a lot more broader spec of everything else. Everybody's different. But you know, when he did that, the first thing you say was his hoodoo. I just I I I, I but you know me. I'm a I'm a I'm a Kyrie Irving fan. And when he is vilified unnecessarily, yeah, I'm gonna step up for him because I, I, I'm like, you know, you, you come at him about this call, this Zoom call. He trying to organize everybody. He's trying to get everybody together, get ideas. But you got so much negativity while you're trying to do some positive shit. That has to hurt. It has to hurt. It's been like that. Like that forever, though. Yeah. So, and that's what I'm saying. You have to, you have to get to a point where you learn to accept it. Like, just like, you know, when people listen to your opinion, everybody's not going to agree with your opinion. So, at a point, you learn in your life, like, okay, I can still say my opinion. I understand people are not going to agree, but it's my opinion. I don't care if you don't agree. But if you know, if you want to talk about it, we can definitely talk about it. But I'm still going to have my opinion. I'm, I have a right to have my opinion. You have a right to have your opinion. You know, that doesn't mean that I don't like you. That doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? But I got to move. You got to learn to move without people. Because if, if we don't learn how to do this, when our kids are going to be dealing with the same thing we're dealing with now. When we're done, when, we're, when me and you are gone, our kids are going to be dealing with the same exact issues. That's true. And you know something? And greetings from Washington, D.C., grad one. Um, you know something? I, I I look at it. And, you know, to be able to try to, you're trying to spark change. Now, you're old enough to remember, I'm old enough to remember. Everybody say, well, Jordan ain't never did nothing for the black community. Michael Jordan ain't never did this. Michael Jordan ain't never did that. And I used to always say, you do realize because of the power that he has, if he does anything, you do know they'll take everything he's got. Now you got a star, the best basketball player in the world right now, active basketball player, I'll say. Not GOAT, but active basketball player in the world right now, LeBron James. He talks about social injustice and they crucify him. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, they crucify him. Shut up and dribble. Man, I don't want to hear none of that. Uh, play, play, play basketball. I don't want to hear none of that. You know, 
But now this is what you call for Jordan to do. Right. God bless the both of you. Can a Canadian that is white in a cast call in? Uh, we accepting calls tonight, B? Sure. All right, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Go ahead and call in there, grad one. Hey, hey. How you doing? Good, man. So, so the show, are we talking about uh, LeBron James versus uh, Jordans and uh, Isaiah Thomas's of the world, or? No, no. We we were talk. We're talking more of uh, as a social, social justice uh, warrior, because uh, a lot of people give LeBron James the blues when he says anything related to social injustices. And you know, when it was MJ's turn in the league and he was the best player in the league, uh, they got mad because he never spoke up. So now you're getting a player who's the best player in the world to speak up. And you're saying you're saying LeBron is better than Michael Jordan, brother? No, 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 no. Okay. I, what I'm saying when I say best player, I mean best actor play. He's the best player in the league. I'll give him that. But Kevin Durant is right by, right on his heels to take that from him. But what I'm saying is, you have when you got name and star power, and that's what LeBron has. LeBron has name and star power, and he has the 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 the, the reach of Jordan. But because of social media, it's a little bit deeper. But when Jordan was a player and Jordan was the best player in the world, everybody wanted him to speak up on social issues, uh, things that were going on in the black communities across the world, things that were going on in his home community in Chicago. You know, they wanted him to speak up on these things. So now you have LeBron James speaking up on him and he's, you know, spearheading, taking the forefront, being proactive in things and people are mad. So I'm like, the thing is, why get mad when you're getting what you ask what you ask for? You have somebody with a huge platform that can speak up on things that are getting swept under the rug, as opposed to being quiet and saying, you know, it don't affect me because I got my money at the end of the day. I made it out, and everybody's can I mad, huh? Can I counter? Can I counter? Go ahead. Are you guys okay? Uh, again, listen. Uh, for me, it's 2021. I don't look at race at all, right? Black, white, this, that. If you're a shithead, you're a shithead. If you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. Were you folks okay in the States with him doxing a cop um, about a month ago on Twitter where he goes, you're, you're next? Was that right, man? That was taken totally well, left. He, because no, that was... He actually, he actually said that, though. Yeah, I know. He, he, he actually said it, but here's the thing. That right there, once Chauvin was convicted, the list of cops that no, came out, brother, that, and, and the caption was, you're next. Brother, yeah, but the thing is, okay, the thing is, uh, why don't we look at the, like, I'm an engineer myself, and God bless both of you guys, but the thing is, um, I look at, you gotta look at the data first. Like, for example, this guy fucking was threatened, this thing. There's blood, there's bad cops, there's fucking bad engineers what, what whatever but because for, for him to fucking put this guy's fucking name out there without fucking hearing or saving see lebron right first off um basketball these days is a pussy sport compared to so is soccer this that well yeah we still here yeah so like uh lebron i respect huge obviously the guy fucking gives back to the community the whole works but 
again, again, as a Canadian outside looking in, I just don't understand that, man. Like to the extent that, <laughs> and then he, he retracted the statement. But the thing is, this guy, cop who was doing his job, who saved another black female's life. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck. Like I understand the social justice bullshit. This net. And I do apologize for using the word bullshit. But when it's uh, pushed to the extreme levels, how far does it got to go? Does another cop got to be killed? Uh, this time, again, there's good cops, bad cops. Your thoughts? Now, the thing is, there's good cops and there's bad cops, but I'll never see social injustice as bullshit because growing up in it and seeing the disparity between the neighborhoods I grew up in and then the affluent neighborhoods and how it's it's a disparity but then also seeing how in in a situation with Micaiah Bryant which what LeBron tweeted about was that horrible. was a 15, 15 year old girl horrible who was being jumped by grown women that was a grown right. woman she was trying to go after to keep her off of her and he jumps out and in and, and the body cam footage quickly he put four bullets in her chest sent him ass quickly didn't try to de-escalate everybody say well well he could have got stabbed i'd rather get stabbed and kill somebody i've been stabbed before been stabbed several times i'd rather be stabbed than be shot but you can tell me you can you can disarm a shooter who just killed nine people who walked in a church and killed nine people you can disarm him but you can't disarm a 15 year old girl with a kitchen knife and i don't mean you know a butcher knife i mean a steak knife you can disarm everybody else, but when it's people of color, you can't disarm. It has to be lethal force. That's where the listen, problem lies. Listen, brother. Listen, first off, okay. My again, this is a Canadian outside looking in, and again, I have family living in the states, Chicago, what have you, this and that. When I, my parents are uh, Eastern European, right, immigrants. When I, my parents came here in the seventies, because I had my funny name, this and that. I used to get beat up by blacks, whites, Indians, and that just as. For the simple fact that I didn't uh, know the uh, English language properly, right? It works. And my father, who was a boxer, top of the boxing, just to defend myself, right? Again, Canada is a little bit different. We don't have guns like you guys have in the, the states. But again, I just twenty twenty one, man. Fucking who? What shithead is a racist, man? Fucking like you know what I'm saying? Like uh, we gotta love each other, man. Fucking regardless of skin color, we all bleed red, right? You are absolutely right. Let me. Can I jump in here real quick? First of all, I, you know, I, I definitely love having you on here, my Canadian brother, because you're giving us some good, good insight from your perspective, and that's that's what I was saying before you came on the air. Respect everybody's opinion. Everybody has a different view of different way of looking at things, and you know, from our perspective, growing up, how we grew up, and just just touching on the Makai Bryant situation, it's it's a horrible situation, and I can understand where people are coming from on both sides because yes, she's only 15. Yes. She's, she, they were called because she was getting attacked. But at the same time, as you pull up as an officer, you don't know what, what information was relayed to him. Maybe Correct. he just got the, maybe you, maybe he just got the call and hauled ass there. And, and, and that's, that's, that's what we're taught. It's a, that's a lack of communication. That's a ball drop there. He gets there, he sees a girl attacking somebody with a knife and he drops her. It's unfortunate. And then on the other side, like like the big guy KG is saying, 
we watch over and over again. You know, like you know, me and KG are, are black men. We watch over and over again white men disarmed that have done way worse. You know, and that, and that's all we're saying that the you know in those situations where you have athletes speaking up, they're getting crucified. And 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 I the, the LeBron James text, it, it was that's another thing that was in the spur of the moment. You just, you know, everybody seeing this girl get shot to death, a black girl, and it's horrible on camera. Like, like, like Grad once said, whether you're white, black, Filipino, you see somebody get shot. Nobody wants to see that shit. That's horrible to see. I don't want to see a white kid get shot. I don't want to see anybody get shot on camera. So just to see that, right. and then, you know, at, at that point, this is like every week now. We had just, you know, actually, KG wasn't at the, um, the day of the George Floyd, um, the uh, the uh, the court. Yeah, it was the day. Of, it was the day of the verdict. There was, and it, it was actually verdict. twenty minutes before the verdict came down. What does that matter? Like, it, it, God, God rest uh, George Floyd's uh, soul. This time, what does it matter though? Again, that cop sees something, right? And he saved the other black female's life. More or less, right. if you look at the right. video, right? So, again, listen, man. There's fucking too much hate out there. Listen, listen, man. Again, we all believe fucking red, right? I train martial arts. I'm a judo instructor, this and that. I don't give a fuck if you're black, white, purple, or whatever, man. If, you, if you're a person of integrity, it's all that matters, man. You know what I'm saying? It does. It does. And the, the reason why I brought up the George Floyd, George Floyd situation is because... And like I said, I'm, I'm speaking from, you know, my eyes as a black person. Every week we get on social media, we watch a different um, somebody getting killed, you know, usually by a cop getting killed, whether it's whether it's justified or not. So to see just to see that is traumatizing because I didn't, I didn't sign, yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't sign up for social media to see killings. I signed up for social media, to have fun, laugh follow my favorite sports teams, you know, have fun, look at comedy. And when I get on here, I'm seeing people that look like me, people that look like my kids dying weekly. This, Cause like, I, and I brought that up because it just, they overlap each other, but it's like, you can, if you go back to the day that, that, that girl got shot and you go back to the, the two months prior to that, you can probably find more than likely every week, something that was posted on social media of somebody of color getting shot that's that's why i bought that that reference in so if black people were on edge waiting for the george floyd verdict from 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 that situation and then something pops up in social media of a a, a black 15 year old girl getting shot so that that's why i bought that yeah this is what i got bless you think is you what uh you're obviously both you gentlemen are rational people but uh yeah the thing is, that makes sense. Again, as a Canadian outside looking in, it makes sense. But the thing is, at the same time, I look. I think is, I my uh, ex girlfriend was black as the night, right? And the thing is, the reason why I uh, we dated for a couple of years is because I look. I didn't look at her skin color. I looked at her as an individual, right? Good trades, bad trades, what have you. But okay, so to counter that, okay, so how come if cops? I'm not. I'm not saying you're saying that cops are all racist. If but the thing is, let's say the argument they are, how come the cops are not attacking Latinos, uh, Asians, Indians, this and that? You know what I'm saying, bro? I just, again, to me, uh, 
like I'm 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 a little bit of a fan of Kenneson because um, again I'm Christian this and that, but a lot of our arguments makes uh, somewhat sense. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, grad one. I know we we've been talking about a lot of things. Usually, we talking all sports tonight, man. We we need you back on when we're talking purely sports because you seem like a really a really good guy, really level headed guy. Sure, and, uh, fuck. I don't care. Again, skin color to me does not mean fucking two fucking flying iotas, right? Again, if you're yep. a decent human being, I can read people this and that. And uh, anyways, guys, listen, gentlemen, thank you for the. Uh, let me call in. I'll definitely fucking follow you guys. God bless you guys and your families, all right? Hey, man, God bless you, your family. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your insight, man. You too, all brother. Right, listen, love stuff from Canada. God bless you guys. All right. Hey, man, that's that was that was good. That was good, man. That was yeah. good dialogue. And he came on right before I was saying everybody has a different opinion everybody is looking at the world through their eyes and when we sit there when you get when you get level-headed people that know that like he said we all bleed red at the end of the day it doesn't matter your mm-hmm. skin color we can sit down and have a conversation we go get a cup of coffee we can go to buffalo wild wings watch a game talk a game and then you know we can iron Ours, and guess what? Knock a couple beers down and some wings and finish watching the game. It ain't gonna be no yelling, fussing, you know, yelling, fussing, fighting. Oh, they, this is what, uh, if you don't believe my opinion, then no, it's not like that. That's not why, that's not why we started the show. That's not why we're doing what we're doing. We, we invite everybody's opinion, man. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I need to understand what you're seeing and I want you to understand what I'm seeing. That's, that's it. And I and I love that. I love. I, I just followed his profile. I definitely. We have to get him back on. Send him alert. Whatever we can do when we're talking straight sports, because you know we've been talking a lot of the other side of sports, which is the political side of sports tonight. And it'd be it'd be nice to have him on when we're just talking some some straight gas on sports. Yeah, agreed with that. Agreed. But uh, we hitting that forty six and a half minute mark, so we need to get on up out of here. But uh. We, we, I mean, straight fire tonight, and even with technical difficulties, we still got it done. But uh, I yes, will sir. say this: it's a lot to be learned from each other. And, you know, one side's not right and one side's not wrong, but it's a lot to be learned from each other. Yes. If I'm telling you, you know, I'm being hurt, please listen to me. I'm being hurt. Yes. I'm not saying yes. it for attention. I'm being hurt, and some of us. In, in in the black and the brown communities, we've been saying we we're being hurt for years upon years. And the first thing you say is, well, what about black on black crime? If that's your response to me saying as a black man, I feel like I'm being hunted. I feel hurt. I have then we have no more conversation because you're not even trying. You're not even open to the pain I'm feeling. You're open to whatever you're seeing in the media and the media controls with everything you see. So. But uh, we're not going to get no further into that. Uh, BJ, you got anything else to say before we head out of here? Hey, man, I'm happy. I, that was a hell of a show, man. That was a hell of a show. Our first first call in, man. We, we, can, we can leave on that note, man. Okay. So that's the boss, BJ. I'm the big guy, KG. Can't say we don't do no overtime, but we will be back soon. 
and we will pick this back up. But until then, we're the Sideline Junkies, and we are out of here. Peace out.